Good morning. This is Alan Carroll at Carroll Pharmacy in Smithfield, and we are proud to bring you Hope for Today, a program we hope might help you, inspire you, or encourage you and give you hope for today. My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus' blood and righteousness. The young man was at the end of his rope, seeing no way out. He dropped to his knees in prayer. Lord, I can't go on, he said. I have too heavy a cross to bear. The Lord replied, My son, if you can't bear its weight, just place your cross inside this room, then open another door and pick any cross you wish. The man was filled with relief. Thank you, Lord, he sighed, and did as he was told. As he looked around the room, he saw many different crosses, some so large the tops were not visible. Then he spotted a tiny cross leaning against a far wall. I'd like that one, Lord, he whispered. And the Lord replied, My son, that's the cross you brought in. I have just read for you The Cross Room by an unnamed author. I have been thinking lately of the crosses we are called on to bear, and certainly many people are carrying heavy crosses today, and you might be one of them. I read in the newspaper just this week of a family who tragically lost two children recently. Their daughter died in a car accident, and six weeks later, their son committed suicide. Talk about heavy crosses to bear. So hard to understand tragedies of this magnitude. What cross are you carrying today? Do you have a prodigal child? Are you losing your marriage? Are you facing bankruptcy because you lost your job? Have you lost your spouse or a child or a close relative or friend? Are you growing older and worrying about losing your independence? or developing dementia? Have you been diagnosed with cancer? Are you or someone you love battling drug addiction? Crosses come in all sizes and varieties, and no one can avoid them, at least not all the time. A woman who grew up in Smithfield has written a devotional book, Extraordinary in the Ordinary, and she has given me permission to quote from it. You might remember Laney Berry, who is now Laney Ellinger. This particular devotion is entitled Is God Still God? What happens when the worst thing that can happen happens? Is God still God? Is He still enough? Will we still trust Him? I had a friend who had two children that were really sick. She talked to another mom who had a son with a brain tumor. She said to her, You have to go to the worst place and decide if both of your children die. Will God still be God? Will He still be enough? Can you still trust Him? Her children both passed away three months apart. Her worst nightmare occurred, and she found the Lord to be a solid rock she could stand on. I think of that often, and when I start worrying about something, I take myself there. If my worst-case scenario becomes my reality, will that change who God is in my life, and will He walk me through the hard? Many times I do not understand, but I trust Him. Many who have traumatic losses and events blame God. When that happens, they cut off the very source of their help and healing. The Lord is about bringing beauty from ashes. He wastes nothing that we go through. He is about healing the brokenhearted. He is present in our heart. Run to Him. He will catch you and lift you up. He takes what Satan means for evil in our lives and redeems it. As you walk through hard times in your life, run to Jesus and allow Him to meet you in your pit and give you a firm place to stand. And the scripture that Laney has used on this page is from Psalm 40, 1 through 3. 
I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the slimy pit, out of the mud and mire. He set my feet on a rock and gave me a firm place to stand. He put a new song in my mouth, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see and fear the Lord and put their trust in Him. And then from Psalm 34:18, The Lord is close to the brokenhearted and saves those who are crushed in spirit. So that was a devotional that Laney Barry Ellinger has written and gave me permission to use. Hudson Taylor, missionary to China, once said, We will all have trials. The question is not when the pressure will come, but where the pressure will lie. Will it come between us and the Lord, or will it press us ever closer to His breast? End of quote. Don't let anything come between you and the Lord. I heard a minister quote Charles Spurgeon one morning in a sermon. He was preaching from the first chapter of Philippians. The gist of what Spurgeon said was, I have learned to welcome the wave that throws me on the rock of ages. I hope if there is a situation in your life that has thrown you, that you have landed on or clung to the solid rock, the rock of ages. That rock is Jesus. I want to read you words from the hymn, In Times Like These. In times like these, you need a Savior. In times like these, you need an anchor. Be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. In times like these, you need the Bible. In times like these, oh, be not idle. Be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. In times like these, I have a Savior. In times like these, I have an anchor. I'm very sure my anchor holds and grips the solid rock. This rock is Jesus. Yes, he's the one. This rock is Jesus, the only one. Be very sure your anchor holds and grips the solid rock. In one of his books, Chip Dodd says, Life is hard and full of sorrow, but God is faithful. From the Old Testament book of Nahum 1, chapter 1, verse 7, The Lord is good, a refuge in time of trouble. He cares for those who trust in Him. From Psalm 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. And from Psalm 62, in verse 8, David wrote, Trust in Him at all times, you people. Pour out your heart before Him. God is a refuge for us. But how many times do we pour out our hearts to friends or neighbors or even strangers at different places? We need to be pouring out our hearts to God, who is always ready to hear our prayers. If we pray to God, we are praying to one who can give us peace for our souls, even when we don't understand what we are experiencing. David wrote Psalm 139. I hope you will read it sometime. God knows all about us. He is our creator. Charles Spurgeon suffered with health problems all his life. I want to read you a couple of passages from his devotional book, Morning by Morning. The first one I'm going to be reading is from May 2nd. Christians often want to die when they have any trouble. Ask them why, and they tell you, because we would be with the Lord. We fear it is not so much that they are longing to be with the Lord, but rather that they are desiring to get rid of their troubles. Otherwise, they would feel the same wish to die at other times when not under the pressure of trial. They want to go home, not so much for the Savior's company as to be at rest. Now, it is quite right to desire to depart if we can do it in the same spirit that Paul did, because to be with Christ is far better. But the wish to escape from trouble is a selfish one. 
Rather, let your care and wish be to glorify God by your life here as long as He pleases, even though it is in the midst of toil, conflict, and suffering, and leave it to Him to say when it is enough. And then I want to read to you from Charles Spurgeon's devotional of May the 3rd. It's very interesting from week to week as I decide on something I'm going to talk about. And then during that week, the Lord gives me things that I can use in the program. I'm going to read May 3rd if I have time, but I want to read you from July 19th. God's great design in all his works is the manifestation of his own glory. Any aim less than this would be unworthy of him. But how will the glory of God be manifested to such fallen creatures as we are? Man's eye is not single. He always has a side glance towards his own honor. He has too high an estimate of his own powers, and so he is not qualified to behold the glory of the Lord. It is clear, then, that self must stand out of the way, so that there may be room for God to be exalted. This is the reason that he often brings his people into problems and difficulties, so that, being made conscious of their own folly and weakness, they may be fitted to behold the majesty of God when he comes forth to work their deliverance. He whose life is one even smooth path will see only a little of the glory of the Lord, for he has few occasions of self-emptying. Hence, he has only a little fitness for being filled with the revelation of God. Those who navigate little streams and shallow creeks know little of the God of tempest, but those who do business in great waters see his wonders in the deep. Among the huge Atlantic waves of bereavement, poverty, temptation, and reproach, we learn the power of Jehovah because we feel the inadequacy of man. Thank God, then, if you have been led by a rough road. It is this that has given you your experience of God's greatness and loving kindness. Your troubles have enriched you with a wealth of knowledge to be gained by no other means. Your trials have been the cleft of the rock in which Jehovah has set you, as he did his servant Moses, so that you might behold his glory as it passes by. Praise God that you have not been left to the darkness and ignorance that continued prosperity might have involved, but that in the great bite of affliction you have been equipped for the outshinings of his glory in his wonderful dealings with you. There is a favorite passage I sometimes use when sending sympathy or get-well cards. It was written by John Newton after his wife's death, and this is it. Let those who know him and trust him be of good courage. He can give them strength according to their day. He can increase their strength as their trials increase, and what he can do, he has promised that he will do. In other words, his grace is sufficient, as the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 12.9. I want to read a passage from Oswald Chambers' daily devotional book, My Utmost for His Highest. And this one of July the 28th is based on the Gospel of Mark, chapter 6, verses 45 through 52. And it's when the disciples are caught out in a storm and they are afraid, and then Jesus walks on the water to them. And so this is from July the 28th. What is my vision of God's purpose for me? Whatever it may be, his purpose is for me to depend on him and on his power now. If I can stay calm, faithful, and unconfused while in the middle of the turmoil of life, the goal of the purpose of God is being accomplished in me. God is not working toward a particular finish. His purpose is the process itself. 
What he desires for me is that I see him walking on the sea with no shore, no success, nor goal in sight, but simply having the absolute certainty that everything is all right because I see him walking on the sea. It is the process, not the outcome, that is glorifying to God. God's purpose is to enable me to see that he can walk on the storms of my life right now. If we have a further goal in mind, we are not paying enough attention to the present time. However, if we realize that moment by moment obedience is the goal, then every moment as it comes is precious. What storm are you in right now? What cross are you carrying? What are you going through right now? I do not know who wrote this, but I believe it. Every experience God gives us, every person he puts into our lives, is the perfect preparation for the future that only he can see. I want to read you this piece a friend emailed to me a few weeks ago. The first part was pictures of lots of people, and everyone was carrying a different size cross, but everyone had a cross to carry. One of the people kept complaining to God about the size of his cross, so God trimmed off part of his cross each time he complained. But then when he got to the edge of a cliff and needed the entire length of his original cross to get over the chasm and get to the other side, his cross was not long enough for him to climb on and get across. Here is the poem that went along with that picture. We complain about the cross we bear, but don't realize it is preparing us for the dip in the road that God can see and we can't. Whatever your cross, whatever your pain, there will always be sunshine after the rain. Perhaps you may stumble, perhaps even fall, but God's always ready to answer your call. He knows every heartache, sees every tear. A word from his lips can calm every fear. Your sorrows may linger throughout the night, but suddenly vanish dawn's early light. The Savior is waiting somewhere above to give you his grace and send you his love. God promises a safe landing, not a calm passage. He may not speak to us, but he speaks to us through the Bible. That's why it's so very important to read the Bible, as I've told you before. As all of you know who have listened to this program before, I read from several devotional books every day. And I can assure you that there is never a day that goes by that there is not a mention of affliction or sorrow or trials or pain in at least one of those books. And there's a good reason for this, because the authors know what life in this world is like. And people who are Christians are not immune from the trials and tribulations that everyone else in the world faces. If there is anyone listening today who is not a believer in Jesus Christ, my hope for today is that you will pray to God. Pray that he will bless you with the faith to believe in his Son. Remember John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. And if you are a Christian, my prayer is that you will act like a Christian, following the example of Jesus Christ, so that you will point others to him and thereby bring him glory. Let your light shine. I will leave you today with a favorite hope verse from Romans 15:13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you for listening. In times like these, we need a Savior. In times like these, we need an anchor. Be very sure, be very sure, your anchor holds.
lives like these We need the Bible In times like these Oh, be not idle Be very sure Be very sure Your anchor holds And grips the solid rock This rock is Jesus Yes, he's the one This rock is Jesus Listening to Hope for Today, brought to you each Sunday morning by Carroll Pharmacy. We hope the message today has helped and encouraged you. If we can ever help you with your prescriptions, over-the-counter medications, or vaccines, we hope you will come in to our family-owned and operated independent pharmacy, where outstanding customer service is our goal. 